It is July 2nd, Thursday, July 2nd. I'm coming to you from Lavalette, New Jersey. Jake is in. Are you in Plantsville, Jake? Plantsville, CT. Raise up from your roots up, Plantsville. Did you make that up in the, it, as you said it? Did you make that up yes. as you said it? Because that's yes. pretty cool. Raise yeah, up from your roots. Right? It's not bad. It's pretty good. Just, if, BB, did you get it with the plants and the roots? Oh, I got it. Okay. It was pretty good. Good job, Jake. Thank you. Well, I hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday. Jake and I are doing a, I was going to say a half day off. It's more like a three quarters day off. This is all we're doing today, JJR. So hope you feel very special, JJR fans. We're working just for you. If the audio sounds worse, if the video's worse, we are doing a remote broadcast and we have a dual dueling producers, BBD. From New Jersey, and Zach is at Jumbo Media headquarters running the ship. But uh, yeah, it's a little different setup. So anyway, Jake, how you doing? James, good morning. Happy July the second. Doing well. Doing well. I'm in. I'm in Connecticut, um, chilling with Mama and Noodle, and we're uh, we're just living the dream. Mom's working from home, so she's chilling downstairs. I'm in the upstairs. Noodles playing Rover, double entendre, and uh, yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Got got back last night. Was in a yeah between getting picked up and getting home and getting picked up by my good friend Lyle Flosher. Um, I think I think it was 15 minutes, and I had to pack my stuff, pack Noodle stuff, and try to take Noodle outside to go to the bathroom. Or a car ride and uh uh six out of ten performance by me um How normally, noodle I can, perform? normally i can <laughs> noodle was fantastic um it was awesome out of left field he loves cars man so uh it was with lyle and his uh his girlfriend and their dog millie who's a mini doodle i believe and so i was like oh boy like hey i couldn't get noodle to poop not enough time B, um, we're doing a car ride, so like, and you know, I've done a bunch of car stuff with nudes, but not with another animal in the vehicle. He was great. He had a blast. He just finds so was it back seat. three dogs in the back seat. Uh, two dogs, me and Noodle in the back seat, and then the other little dog was in the front seat with Katie. Ah, okay. Cool. What'd you do when you got home? When you got to Plantsville? Did you have? Did you have a fun night? Did you and Lynn the bin drink drink some vino? We uh we just chilled. We um got back. I I beat her back here, um, and she's like, "Hey, garage door's open." Was not very much locked. Um, there's another main entrance. She said, "Oh, that should be unlocked." Also, very much locked. Um, so there was like a uh, 
there's a little porch entry. It's like not supposed to be an entry, but it is. And that was unlocked. So we figured that out eventually. And then, um, I mean, just in classic Italian mother style, she had a tray of sausage and peppers and baked ziti. Because, of course, why, why wouldn't she just have that with on her person on a Wednesday night? Um, so that she knew you were. Dinner. She knew you were coming. She scrambled to make them. Yeah, but she wasn't in our home, Jim, where she would make them. She just had them on her person. Again, tray, a tray. So. Um, and then, yeah, we just chilled. It was one of those nice, uh, we're, we're both pretty tired. Let the dog bop back and forth. Um, you know, life, life, liberty, love, the pursuit, you know? Mm-hmm. And lentils. And lentils. So, uh, yeah, always, always good times. Um, had, had a couple good, good lines that made me laugh. I asked her about a restaurant. I was like, do we like that restaurant? She's like, yeah, it's it's nice, but you know they they just add capers to stuff and charge me more money, so I don't like that. And I was like, oh, okay. I wouldn't like that either. I don't like that either. So um, unless it's called like the Caper Crew, Caper Crew, order one today. So order one we're good. Today. How was how was the rest of your your evening and and now your current morning? Good man. I slept really well last night, so that was exciting. Mac didn't wake us up until we woke up. Eight o'clock. Wow. Slept in. Love it. Uh, no traffic, which has been really nice. And I'm wondering if that's because it's uh, was a Wednesday, or I don't, or is it Corona still? Like, but there should have been traffic at five. I think it was Wednesday times Rona. Yeah, but it's still you know it was five thirty. You, I still expected some traffic somewhere. Right. Like one, like you know, getting out of the city, but. I, I don't know. Right so it was good. Um, yesterday, I had pretty bad traffic getting out of the city. Like I'd say, the worst traffic I had going home. So there's at so least someone got it, and I didn't. Well, you left. You left the office after me. I went like ten minutes because I just went. Yeah, and I just went to my apartment, and then we packed and then we left. So I don't know. Maybe you drove in traffic, Bill, and I didn't. We, I didn't we see made it home in like an hour and a half. Stuff, so maybe there was an accident or something that got cleared up in the 20 minutes. I don't know. Maybe. There was an accident when I punched it in. It said there was going to be a five-minute delay because of an accident. It cleared up by the time we got there. Love it. Uh, so anyway, we got down here. What did we do last night? I made everyone watch an episode of The Challenge with me. My sure. two sisters did not understand it. They were like, wait, this is, this is a new episode? And I said, yeah, it comes out on Wednesdays. I said, what do you mean? They couldn't, they're like, their brains have gone so far from regularly scheduled TV. Right. It was weird. Everyone else was kind of weirded out because both my sisters were like, what do you mean this aired tonight? I'm like, it comes right. out on Wednesday nights. It's a live show. Right. They couldn't believe it. So we watched the challenge. It was good. Um, hung out with baby Edison a lot. He's the best. Kind of sure. missing out on, he just woke up from a nap. So he's all... So he's all cute and smiley. Um, he loves my song that I've written for him. Rip it. Three, two, one. Mr. Addison, Mr. Addison. He's the baby at the beach. He's got no hair. He's got the he's got no hair. He's got a big smile. He's got tiny feet. He's the baby at the beach. The second part, I it changes every time. Okay. 
Sometimes it goes, he's got no feet. Sometimes it goes, he's got he's got small no feet. feet. Yeah, small feet, no teeth. Please he don't go do the no ways. feet one. Yeah, no, he's got feet, but he likes it. He smiles pretty big. And then it gets stuck in my head. So huge. Yeah, it's great. Uh I have songs for for all the little babies I hold. That's just what I do. Right. Yeah. Reef Reef had a pretty good one. Reef Chef. He's really tough. He'll beat you up. Reef. And now and now and now Reef, Reef, is, Reef, Reef is like a tough little kid. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad song. You scare the baby with that song. <laughs> I scare the kids. I scare a lot of yeah. the kids. <laughs> uh no, it's good. We're going to the beach today. Dude, it's uh, low tide at noon. Perfect. Ooh, huge. Last weekend was bad, and I was calculating it because it's just an hour advance every day. So yeah. last weekend it was high tide at, at 1 and then high tide at 2 or something like that. Was, this sucks. And I was sitting at the beach last Saturday, and I was crunching the numbers. You know I'm good at math. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. It's going to be low tide at noon on Thursday when we come back. So well, I'm an hour and a half away. I'm excited about that. Just go straight to the beach, chilling low tide. It's fantastic. Low tide weekend too. It's perfect for Fourth of July. I mean, it's going to be yeah. so. Friday will be one o'clock. Saturday, which is Fourth of July, will be two o'clock. That's like the best low tide time. Ideal. It's awesome. I'm telling you, everything's coming up July, man. Yeah. Did you invent that, uh, my cousin Vinny? meme you did or did you see yes. someone else and then you reused it? i'm a genius did you watch my cousin video with your mom last night or something no no tv on last night so how did you how it's a very good meme i have my doubts that you're the first original person to do it um and i, I think a, those doubts are fair. Rude. extremely rude i think they're fair um, i think you're forgetting how dated that movie is and i think you're also forgetting how connected i am to marissa tomei's character in that movie so how did you um, think of it? I think I was just, um, you know, my day was getting started and I was seeing if my July pixie ducks dust was wearing off a little bit. And I was like, you know, no, like, let's, let's, uh, I'm all in on July and, you know, it makes sense. Like if you're someone at home, you know, if you're teetering or you're a sports fan like me and you've been like, well, you know, I'm still nervous. And if it gets canceled, like if sports get canceled, it's going to suck whether you're nervous or not about it anyways. So I understand what that like means. How did you think to go find I'm getting there, germ boy. It's telling a story. I am like, let Marissa Tomei talk on the podium. Don't get in the way. Um, so I was like, okay, so what was the July emotion and part of it that I was feeling yesterday? And I was picturing, you know, just kind of like peak glee and you know i was trying to picture that emotion coming through me and again the similarities i have to marissa tomei in that movie um and that little that little move she does right at the end uh where she kind of flicks her hands out with the nails after her performance um i mean that's just peak peak everything so i was like oh that's so good and moments before that she's pissed off so everyone's doing all those like high school me and now me or like pregnant me and here's the baby and all those things. So I was like, boom, June, you know, kind of just still fighting through all of this. The world's fighting each other. People hate each other. Bad times. I was like, you know what? July, I'm bringing it back. 
Yeah. It's really good. It just seems like it just snapped into your brain at random. Um, I just told you the whole story of how it came about. So you saying that is in fact rude. You didn't, there's no substance there. You just basically said you just thought of it randomly. You, you just, you constantly think. No, I gave the whole story. It's about the feeling of the Marissa Tomei moment and how that's related to my July so far. So but how did that, you think of that Marissa Tomei moment is the question. You see, you didn't understand the question, I guess. Because she's a part of me and I'm a part of her in that so movie. You just I don't know why that even needs explanation. So you just constantly think of that little fan. My life is Joe Pesci's character and Marissa Tomei's character in that movie if they became one character. That's my existence. Oh. All right. Well, it's a good meet. I wish I didn't ask how you came. It's to kind it. of like how Harry Potter and Dumbledore are connected. Like that's me and Marissa Tomei in that movie. Okay. I don't know anything about um, Harry, Dumbledore and Harry Potter. But you Marissa don't know Tomei. Anything in about them? Dumbledore's the redhead. Harry Potter does magic and lived under a staircase. Hundred percent. Next. Dumbledore dies at some point. Okay. You know a ton. Yeah. Basically wrote all. his obituary right there. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine such a terrible obituary. Um, eyes and that's all. Yeah, okay. So my cousin Vinny, I, I'd like to keep doing my cousin Vinny, Vinny memes and gifts. That movie yeah. stands to the test of time. Like I know you say it's dated and it is, but I still think it pops up on TV and is good enough that people still know it and love it. Sure, but like producer BBD, have you like sat down and watched the movie My Cousin Vinny? No. That's big, big head shake, no. Mute his, that's mute, his, that's mute his video for five minutes. No, that's not, that's not <laughs> nice, that's not nice, no. Um, wait, BBD, think, homework. Wait, wait, wait. Like dude, it's, think of it it's this a way. really like, funny, really good movie. She won Best Actress for it. It's a funny, good movie, but it's not like when people start talking all-time movies, nobody's like my cousin Vinny, you know? Legal, legal comedies. It's up there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when... Legally Blonde was that? Has, my Is cousin that Vinny early 90s, 90, 80s? No, it's probably 94, I would say. 93, 95? Yeah, I was pictured almost earlier than that. Let's see. My cousin Vinny, research department, 92. So... Filmed in 91. Yeah, I mean, BBD's not watching that. BBD was born in, you know, 97. But I right? mean, it's it, in a, okay, but in a way, it's not like on the same level as Shawshank Redemption, because that's a like top, top tier movie, but they're on TV the same amount. It's like Shawshank Redemption, My Cousin Vinny, The Replacements. You will find those on TBS or TNT almost every right. day. But I'm sure there's examples, and I wish I, I wish I had one on me right now, but there's movies that like our dads would watch that they're like, hey, this is a good comedy. And when you're a teenager and you're watching that movie, you're like, come on, dad. Like that's doing nothing for me. And I yeah. think my cousin Vinny is right in there for at least the the gen the next gen after us. Next gen. I shot the clerk. Stats. It's good. I shot the clerk. And the other thing I realized during that is, you know, trying to figure out how my brain functions is someone posted the Utes. Um, yeah, two Utes. If after that, and like I say, Utes probably every day on JJR. Like almost any time a younger person is mentioned, I mention Utes. 
But my brain didn't know that was from my cousin Vinny. So I think my brain just sees stuff and has like filing cabinets for jokes. And it just puts them in the department and there's no labeling. There's never been labeling. Little, um, little backstory on that. Joe Pesci, that's how he naturally says youths. Yeah. And the actor who plays the judge genuinely was like, what are you saying? And it was an <laughs> off camera conversation. And then they wrote it into the script. It's good. <laughs> yeah. You know what's a good quote from there that I drop on people? That's this, you can use this every day. When you ask a question to someone and someone else answers, my dad does this and my mom does this. So I drop it a lot and I go, Mrs. Riley and only Mrs. (laughs) Riley. Yeah. (laughs) It is good. good. And yeah, yeah, I'm um, keeping, keeping the July going. Someone sent me the Will Ferrell Eastbound and Down outtakes. So that got me laughing immediately because that's just one of the better clips there is. And then, dude, someone sent me Deansy highlights from Cedar Rapids. So who I mean, sent you those? That's deep tracks. Can I mean, that's that's Boston crew. No, that's they they got sucked into that one. We all did. BBD, we'll add that to your homework, and you too, Espo. We'll we'll add it to your BBD, homework. BBD would watch my cousin Vinny. His and his response would be like, "I mean, I guess it's good. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it, it's great." Which Couple it is. Funny scenes. But if we if BBD watched Cedar Rapids, he'd be nonstop high pitch game. Oh yeah, all day. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, John C. Riley at Helms, and John C. Riley plays the best character. It's just John C. Riley, really. Yeah, Cherry, you're insane. <laughs> it's it's so quotable. We'll add that to your your guys' homework assignments one of these weekends. Probably not the fourth. You don't need to watch it over the fourth. No, um, watch the Sandlot. Okay. Watch the opening scene to Born on the Fourth of July, and then once Tom Cruise loses his legs and becomes like a dickhead and mean person, just get out of there. But the, the or, opening flashback is great. And if you don't see those, you guys can watch what you want to. You watch Independence Day if you want, you know. Okay. Yeah. Space Jam. No, don't watch Space Jam. Okay. JJR listeners, I'm sorry. You see it on. Out. It's not a Space Jam weekend. Fine film. Yeah. I don't have the soundboard today, so I can't do the, the drops. Let's like, go to the sports. Or can I? Can you hear this? Hold on. I think only... You can't hear this right now? Only I can? I cannot hear that currently. Okay. It's I just very loud in my ears. Okay. To the, to the sports. Jake. What happened in the sports? Los Tiburones who get baseball, but no, the baseball being played in one of the fun stories from the sports world is Eric Cressy, the world-renowned physical guy, trainer. Is that what we call him? He's also affiliated with the Yankees. They held a couple underground baseball games. Actually, pretty cool. Uh, and then the White Sox and the Cardinals will face off in the Field of Dreams games. They made a stadium in Iowa, and it wasn't about people being there anyway. So, sure, play baseball there. If you build it, they will come. Manfred continues to be bad. Stephen A. Smith worried about players leaving the bubble to get some butt. Um, I told you that earlier. Hope you're listening downstairs, Mom. Kyrie not traveling to Orlando. Giannis says this year's title will be the toughest championship you could ever win. Ah, there's probably others with full seasons and stuff like that. Zion will be on the 2K cover, along with Dame Lillard and some other, but Zion mania continues. 
How about the sports? Uh, Zion on the cover. I think as a society, we have to stop caring about this. The only person I think that should, if they don't like it, should be Zion. It's like, hey, I don't want all that hype yet. But why would a player not want it? You're going to get money from it. Um, Obviously, he's only played 19 games, but he is one of the biggest names in basketball. And that's, I mean, not, not, maybe not NBA yet, but like in basketball, he was one of the biggest names last year. Like if I ask someone who doesn't follow basketball, they're going to know Zion Williams got a crazy name, crazy story. So he gets the most attention. Who cares? Bryce Harper was on it when he was 16 years old. We got to stop caring about this. It's also only yeah, one of I think, three covers. I think that's – so they're doing a Kobe cover. They're doing a Dame Lillard cover and a Zion cover. So I, I don't know if they do that every year of like the, you know, past, present, future type deal. Um, and I guess the final three for the next-gen athlete, they're calling it, was him, Luca, and John Morant. And that's just – I think it's the fun basketball season. John Morant had a really good year, but he's he's just never going to be Zion because Zion's just a different, like, human. Is that a picture of your puppies? It looks like a picture of your puppies on the screen. Um, so – and then I guess where it would really be fun, and if this was like a deep-dive NBA pod – is that Luka Doncic is the other option. And Luka's really cool and, like, foreign, so you could play that card, too, that's, like, making the game international. So, I don't know. There's there's something there. But, yeah, I mean, don't. Like, is this going to affect my day? As a, someone who doesn't follow basketball and has zero interest in it, I don't know who Luka Doncic is, but I know who Zion is. So, that kind of adds to my wow. Boom. <clears throat> yeah. Zion. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Some that picture that I put on the screen is was my our Father's Day present to my dad. We got we went we took it and we went and got it framed. Picture Kyrie, puppies, get it framed. Done. Kyrie won't travel to Orlando. Um, his shoulder injury was considered serious enough to end the season. He hasn't played since February. Just an update. No takes. Ooh, uh, John John Boy Schefter on the beat there. Yeah, I like that. um yeah good like if if you're a player and you're not playing you shouldn't be allowed to go to orlando like what what are we doing (laughs) the whole idea make it a small seems like so much fun yeah he'd really be a lot weirder if he was going um yeah you're right like if you're not playing don't go (laughs) cool Kyrie. I don't even blame Kyrie for this. I blame, I blame whoever wrote it as a big storyline. Um, yeah. Good job, Kyrie. I know that we love baseball, so I'm trying not to just do oh all the God. minutes on baseball, but I think the baseball stories are the coolest here. The underground baseball, uh, prohibition era baseball, the speakeasy baseball field that Eric Cressy, who's the Yankees, the Yankees hired him to basically make a team of health and training, but he's still – is allowed to just have other clients and he's got some big name clients. The story is like, was it Luke Jackson? Some pitcher. Luke and Jackson, your, your guy in the Braves. Who wrote this article? Britt? I believe it was Britt Giroli, who I think yeah. is on Plouffe's beef list because um, she oh, called shit. him out on his original tweet. But Eno Saris contributed as well and he's a friend. So we'll, we'll yeah. just 
we'll lump them as friends for this article. Well, it's a great article. It's a great story. But they said they had like 30 guys and they were yeah. they were pitching against each other. So like Logan Morrison was there and he faced he said he faced like Verlander and then he faced Scherzer the next day. Yeah. And then he said or he faced Verlander and someone else, and then Scherzer was like, Hey, can I throw against you too? I want but then constantly each other I'm like, hey, dude, like, well, you throw that side. This is what I think. So Richard right. from the Orioles said like the most he ever worked, but never threw that perspective before I just faced it in So in situation, and they say case spread, still figures across these guys spread, you know. Yeah, you got I got a little alien on me on, on my end, but the the whole thing is cool and like what you're saying with the with the hitters with with the hitters uh being able to do that, it's it was the same thing for the pitchers. They 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 featured Orioles reliever Dick Blyer for a little bit and he was talking about how he faced Paul Goldschmidt and baseball players fuel off of feedback. And it's like constant change and improvement. And that's kind of what this was for these guys. And it's part of what they're missing in spring training. So um, I, I, I think the funny, the the coolest bullet points from this is A, Scherzer and Verlander being two old men nut jobs. And, you know, still like pushing the grind constantly. Like, you know, they've got money in the bank. They've already achieved so much in the career and they're still going at it like sickos. And then from there, um, you know, it would be funny if one of the young guys that was sharing the field with them, you know, goes on to have a great year and they can point at this and be like, yep, you know, that, that Cressy field. And then we be fr- become friends with Cressy. And now he tells us we're best friends and family, basically. It's still hyper so choppy. What can if you can hear me? What do you do? I've never been this side of rendezvous. Uh, I would probably like start with checking and unchecking the mic thing. Hello. Hey, what do you do when you're on this side of rendezvous? To, uh, like reach? I've never been on this side. Um, you could like hit the mic and camera stuff, or you could leave and come back. But it's pretty. Pretty gnarly. How do you leave it and come back? I mean, you would click the link. Yeah, close, open the link again. Exit the window and then open the link again. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we hear you pretty fine now. Um, you got me now? Yeah, kind of. Definitely better. All right. Well, we'll say. Bye. All right. Yep. Is it bad again? It's not perfect. Are we going to leave and come back? Yeah. Leave and come back. Okay. Just watched a video of a girl twerking on a counter and fell off. That's fun. Twerking on a counter and fell off. Any other sports things? Failed. It's the sports I'm watching. No? 
Recalculating. Hmm. boy. Are you talking? Can you hear me? Hear you. Hear, hear you now, but you're talking. Can you hear me? Hello? Hear me? I can hear you better through the phone. Or just talk through the phone. Okay. Put me on speaker. You are. Right, let's do Okay. Cool. Where were you? Cressy. And the secret prohibition mission. Now I've got I've got you coming through twice now. Yeah, mute yourself on the Okay. Muted myself here. Yeah. Okay. And we've we've got Jimmy coming through. What are what are your thoughts? I was just saying it was cool. You you mentioned the pitcher side. I was saying that it was cool that the old men were leading the way between Verlander and Schurz. And then I was saying that it was funny or just the pitcher side of it too. Like Dick Blyer was a big part of the article and he was talking about how Goldschmidt was giving him instant feedback and how dudes feed off of that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that, like, Goldie probably took Blyer deep, and then he's just, like, very cavalier, like, hey, man, that purple sucked, so I just hit a home run. Blyer's like, I've never gotten that feedback. Yeah. Oh, Blyer got rocked, dude. He's oh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. I do think, like, things cross that... They're not out of the woods yet. It comes out of the bottom. They're not out of the woods yet here, like, with Corona. You know what I mean? Like, for this article to come out, like, what if all these guys in two weeks, like, get it? Yeah. That would be a bad time. And, and I was like, shit, a lot of people are going to be upset about this. Dude, we don't think about that in July. Marissa Tomei tweet. Come on. Yeah, we don't think about it. That's fair. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool article. They're like, we could have sold 10,000 tickets every day it's like don't say that yeah i think that part was really dumb right because the whole point is you can't do that yeah you know if you you know if you like you know if you if you could have sold tickets it would be games and shit it'd be six thousand people exactly like that was uh, that was the worst part of the article yeah yeah but the but it's amazing it is cool. Like, if you stumbled upon that, you just, like, worked at that high school, like, holy shit. Scherzer is facing John Park. It's cool. I mean, that's that's the nuts part of the article, is that they kept that under wraps in today's world of Twitter and everything. Like, how how this is only getting out now is kind of unreal. Tressie is now going to hire himself out to run a spring training. He said he had all the players in a tier of player, like, you know, by service time. So all the like five years of service time guys were working out together and all the rookies were working out together. That's basically like um, Topper did that for Yankee spring training for like 10 years. And like, he's the best spring training organizer ever. And now, you know, Eric Cressy's got two jobs. He can organize spring training and be health and whatever else he does. Man, it, it would be funny. Oh, yeah. And that's both saying he, you should call him and he could put you through the board. Um, which makes a lot more sense. Um, all right, see ya. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I think kind of going heavy sports talk, and maybe this is where BBD can can have a shining moment. Wow, is you know Scott Boris has his facility, like Cressy has his thing. Like I, I don't know, like the sports world could change. Can hear you. The Jim. Yeah, can you? Got you a little better now. Zach answered. Okay, am I coming through Zach's phone? Now you sound kind of like a phone. What's that? You sound good now. now. You, now you sound like you're talking through a phone, which is good. Okay. I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting both. Okay. I can't talk through this. I'm getting myself. <laughs> Out in my own ear. Uh, hold on. How do I? I need to be able to hear you. Yeah. Yeah. This sucks for me, but if it's better for the audience, <laughs> I, just, I just have myself. It's so loud in my head. That's uh. Wow. Whatever. I'll play through it. Playing hurt, coach. Um, it's cool. Cat says it sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put Jimmy's ears through the ringer. I was telling, I was saying with BBD that maybe, maybe the sports landscape will be changed a little bit if, like, you know, Scott Boris has his field. If Cressy starts getting a field, like, I'm almost fine with like, I mean, spring training's a business and stuff, but guys don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the team aspect of it. You like that your catchers and I like that the camaraderie and they were giving each other feedback and stuff, but I kind of want it to be, I'd like the team aspect. Though. But the good news is that a lot of people that are saying like these guys haven't grown in three months, they're playing four games, all-star games right now. Yeah. And I think that's such a dumb old stereotype. Like, there's a stereotype from the 80s and 90s that, like, oh, this guy always shows up to camp 50 pounds overweight. And it's like, we're in the age of social media, and these guys make so much money. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Like, I think guys are going to be ready to go. Yeah. When I'm going to talk for a while, I'm going to mute it, so I won't be able to hear you. So when you start talking, just throw a hand out. So when I start talking, you want put a bullet in my brain, okay? When I start talking, you want my hand to go up. (laughs) Yeah, so I can unmute the computer. Just indicate that you're gonna respond. (laughs) Yeah. I want to talk about the Manfred quote because we talked about this a little bit before you came onto the show. We did 30 minutes of prep to make sure everything went smooth, worked perfect. Uh, (laughs) In all honesty, my house that we have down the shore here is like a clown house they just kept adding rooms in random spots so there's no main path for the wi-fi to travel plus there's 13 people living here so it's great but anyway this manfred quote gate on the surface it's incredibly dumb right underneath the surface it's a little less dumb but still dumb if anyone doesn't know manfred came out and said well we were never going to be able to play more than 60 games anyway on the dan patrick show i believe which, on the surface, you're like, holy shit, so you were negotiating in bad faith anyway. Why'd you drag the sport through the mud the entire time anyway? 
if you want the actual context, I believe I'm trying to interpret this to help Bobby Manfred out as best I can. I believe he was saying, listen, we would have loved to play 80 games. We would have loved to play 70 games. We were negotiating to get to 70 games. But I think the reality is Corona would have always limited us to 60 no matter what. I think that's what he meant to say. But the bigger takeaway I have from this is that Manfred sucks at talking. For being a, a smart dude and a lawyer, anytime he goes off script, he calls the he calls the trophy a piece of metal. He like you know says that yeah the biggest punishment they'll have will be public opinion. Now he just runs this quote out there. The dude just sucks at talking publicly, and that's literally his job. Okay, raise my hand. Um, yeah. No, and, and you're right. And that's when we saw this quote come through when we were in the office. And it was like, what the hell? What what the hell, man, Fred? And then we actually read into it. And I think Ploof listened to it. Um, and when we did our, like, mini deep dive, like, it really wasn't that bad. Like, yes, it still sucked. Like, it's, it's not great. But, um, yeah, Manfred, every time, he gets in front of the mic and it's it's just unbelievable because it feels like that should be like I don't know one of the top things you look for in the position yeah I mean to be the face and the voice of the owners you, you know the position is to go through the owners and, and take be the front wall of defense for the owners and if anyone's going to get shit it's going to be Bobby Manfred that steps up and says no pile on me first but also I'm sure the owners want someone to represent them. That sounds smart. <laughs> He's just not that dude, man. He's just really not good at talking. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Um, Stephen A. Smith is worried about players wanting to have sex in the bubble, which you did bring to everyone's attention earlier. Fair concern. Yeah. I mean, there's – like the 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 right way to spin this is like guys being with their families and kids and stuff. But for the single guys, I mean, they get like butt every day, and now they're not. So I don't know. I'm I'm pro them opening up a nightclub and having like, hey, you got to pass a test to get in and have have DJs have parties and stuff. The that's I mean that's basically like an escort nightclub. What you're describing. You can meet the love of your life. Yeah. A lot of people meet at bars. I met Katie at a bar. Look at that. Not a nightclub, though. Okay, so open up a bar. Yeah. B and E. She had just gotten it back doesn't to have to be the doesn't have to be the bar you guys met at. Well, I mean replicate it if you want to find love. It works for us. Fair. DVD yeah. go to B and E. V and E is a great time if you like dive bars that aren't too diving. You went to B and E a couple times, right? Yeah, the old lady bartender place. Oh yeah, yeah. Cleavage for days. They had those mm. juice boxes where you the electronic ones, and you put money in, you choose songs, and what we would do is we would write out of order on a napkin and tape that 
to the jukebox and then we download the app and just pump in our own songs in so we had control of the music because the V&E in Livermore sometimes there's like these contingent guys that just want to play like heavy heavy metal mm. like hey we want we want a good time here though so do they can you hear me yes no someone in the chat said they couldn't hear me damn Nope, everyone else is in seminar. Are you wanting to halftime? Yeah. All right, well, I really don't want to drag out halftime because I got myself in my own ears. Yeah, that B&E was kind of a good halftime story. David, do you have a ice cream? Uh, Rocky Road. Hmm. That's like a shot fired at my brother-in-law, Brett. His favorite ice cream, they give it this episode. Not for the quality of taste, but just the name. This whole episode. It's a Rocky Road. Oh, wow. I love it. I you love it. You didn't put that together? No, no. I have an echo in my ear, and brain's not really working. Fair. I like it. We got to set this up normal. My jokes are <laughs> going to hit double. This is like a good way to delay my brain. It usually works too fast for my own good. I'm miserable right now. Isn't this literally, um, what, is, is it The Office or something where Dwight's just yelling at himself and it's so loud? Or no, yes, it's The Office when Will Ferrell's the boss <laughs> and he's got the headphones on turned up to full blast and he's just yelling, the Dundee, the Dundee's a coming. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's from, uh, they're mocking the King's speech. Colin Firth plays the King's stuttered, and they have him listen to loud noises to talk through it, but it's not an echo of himself. Right. What I'm dealing with now, too. Rocky Road's great, once I figured it out. I read the news today. Oh, boy. A Bristol pub named after Edward Colston has been renamed Ye Old Pubby Drink Ye Old Pubby McDrunk Face. Ye Old Pubby McDrunk Face. That's almost what we named Matt. Alabama students are throwing COVID parties to see who gets infected. Roll the dice. Why not? Little Caesars <laughs> fired the two employees that put the pepperoni swatka on the pizza, obviously. Exit Bar and Nightclub Alliance is suing the state of Texas over government Governor Abbott's order to close bars. San Antonio Sentinel News Politics. What? I think those are the extra words that got, got put on the screen. Yeah. Uh, so correlation. Uh, and Vanilla Ice is throwing a dry force concert in Texas, and he says, we didn't have coronavirus in the 1990s, we didn't have the internet, we had Beavis and Butthead and other things, and it was the last of the best errors of life. Well, I read the news today. News today. Jim, well done. What did BBD say? There's another version? 
know we don't have the other version of it, the short run that we played at the end. Oh, in, inside info. Same version, I just cut it short. Stop it. Yeah. Well, uh, good to know. But it's fine. Oh, ye old Poppy McDrunkbank. Pretty good name. It is your kind of name. It reminds us all of Bodie McBoatface, which is the internet's best claim to fame when they said, like, hey, name my boat, everyone gets a vote, and they crowdsourced it, and the winning vote was Bodie McBoatface. It's just, I don't care how many times you hear that, that's so funny. It's, uh, it's classic humor. That's, uh, that's the people having a voice. Oh, now Noodle wants to get involved. Speaking of. Let's do it. Let's throw all the elements. Let's get some wind and rain in here. Oh, okay, so this dude was a slave trader. It was named after him, Edward Colson. So they had to change the name because he's a bad guy. <laughs> he named it Tubby McDrumpton. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is it just what? a cheap laugh and nothing else? Are you gonna? What do you? What do you think it's gonna be called, Tubby? Like they're gonna shorten that. Yeah, are we going to Pubby tonight? Yeah. Oh, it's a temporary no. name. Uh, we thought we'd give it a temporary name to kick off some discussion about it and get the ball rolling. Myself and pub owner Admiral Taverns are going to listen carefully to people's suggestions before settling on a new name. Eat shit. Make it, make it Pubby McDrunkface or don't make it Pubby McDrunkface. Wow. Don't piss myself for their marketing scheme. It definitely worked. Yeah, they got us. Yeah. Damn. Bullshit. What about this COVID party, Jake? This is definitely something we'd do if we were in college, so I can't be that mad about it. Remember we tried to have the hurricane party where we were going to get a keg and go on the roof when the hurricane came, and last man standing on the roof won the hurricane kegger? Kind of like that. You, you know I struggle with this because we were young and dumb. Um, but I don't know, man. This one, like, I think we would just have parties and we wouldn't be, like, we'd probably make a joke about who's going to get it. Like, they had a contest. They put money in a bowl. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's a little... It would be, ours would be like, let's have a party, and then we'd joke about getting it, but not, what's the money in the bowl, dude? Does the winner get money? Yes, whoever gets positive test first gets the money. So, I mean, this sounds like a suck and blow party. Well, that's what I was, and so we were just reliving how, how it would have happened in our day. You just would have been coughing in my face a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I almost, you don't want to cough in other people's faces. You want to get coughed on. You want to win the money. Well, th that's what you'd keep saying after you'd cough in my face, yes. Yeah, yeah, just trying to win you some money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it would have went. Remember when <laughs> we, we were going to have that cupcake party? Yeah. Everyone brings one cupcake, and then you trade around until you find the cupcake you want? That never happened. No. I think no, we instead we did toga. 
I think one of the rudest things I've ever seen you do is we stormed up to our neighbor's house and they had just made some fresh cupcakes slash muffins. And you just put <laughs> you just you just put pretzel rods through them. Yeah. Well, they liked it in the end. They're they're pretzel cupcakes lollipops. Yeah, I get. I guess that's what happened in your head. <laughs> well, they sent a picture, and they're like, "We're eating them like lollipops now." Yeah. The name forced. They, we didn't eat them. We left all the cupcakes no. for them. But yeah, like there's, yeah. there's a picture somewhere of those. Pick them up. This vanilla ice quote, man. So he's throwing a concert, but the venue is technically a restaurant, so he can get away with it, even though it has large capacity outdoor concert space. And his quote is, the 90s were the best. We didn't have coronavirus or cell phones or computers. We had five point zeros, which I don't know what that is. Blockbuster, Beavis and Butthead, Wayne's World, Chris Tucker, and Jackie Chan. Mortal Kombat is still better than Fortnite, the last of the great decade. Do you agree with him? No. Um, no, no, um, tough vanilla ice, man. And he, uh, he had a really nice role at the end of the wrong Missy, the David Spade movie on Netflix. So, um, you know, it almost double cuts me, but yeah, dude, this is just sucks, dude. Like what? I agree with him. I, I don't agree with what he said but I'm happy he feels that way. I think the transition from the 90s to the early aughts is one of the biggest changes in society we've seen in the last 200 years. Probably oh, the, yeah. Probably the tech, the, like the, um, you know, when electricity and the railroad came about. But I think so many people look back at the 90s and the pre-internet with such heart-shaped eyes. And I, 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 I get this sense of, happiness for them that they get to be like you know what i existed before all of that i because i can't really say it i'm i wasn't i lived there but i wasn't actively in it right i'm a little jealous of people that are 10 years old almost like 40 year olds that literally were in their transformative years during that transition because they can really like in a hundred years or 50 years they can be like yeah i did before and after as a youth, like it's it's a really cool time to change, and I understand why anyone would be like, it was so much simpler before I realized how much wrong there was in the world, which the internet has let us know. But I, I have a weird, I like it. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's just it's dumb. It's it's like wanting to live dumb, and like what you're what you just said at the end there. I mean, I'm I'm the king of living dumb, but it's also you know, just being like ignorant to the world around you and, and stuff you you do every day. And it's like, yeah, it's it's fine if you want to think that way. But that is, I, I also think there's an age thing there, right? Like what you were saying, like, yes, we were young and, you know, we kind of adapted slash were born into this. Um, you know, I, I think it's just people that are like, 
you I, I i've been on a big you know life changes at 30 things lately like if you were 30 and then the internet and stuff came around like yes you're gonna look back at your high school college years and that stuff in a different way anyways and then you're just gonna multiply it in your head just to do it yeah i just think there's we were at the tail end of it but from records to cassette tapes to cd players to ipods to streaming that's like a 10 year 15 year span man like the music in like it just zoomed through so i i, I don't know i kind of get jealous of someone who's like 38 39 like yeah i had i had everyone i had a beeper i had a cell phone I had, there was like these devices that you just texted on for like a year. And then they were like, why don't we just combine that with the cell phone? I don't know really what I'm, my take is here. I'm a little jealous. You're just saying you wish, you're just saying, yeah, you're just saying you wish you saw more life, which you will. You're currently doing it. (laughs) Yeah, we will. But I think that's the biggest change we'll get in a long time. We missed a little bit of the kickoff. We showed... We got there for the kickoff, and the game started, and it was one of those, like, are we going to sprint to the seats to watch the kickoff, or should we just grab our beer and a hot dog, and, you know, we'll miss the first few plays? Huge update. Lindsey Adler just tweeted at me, the Blue Jays have claimed infielder Bravik Valera off waivers. Wow, Vicky V. Brainless Bravik. Going in the Blue Jays. Oh. Tough nickname. Oh, one of the tougher ones. I'd say toughest, yeah. even. Uh, you could go like Dickless Bravik. But you haven't called him that until now. Wait, but that might be tougher. Might be. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other news here you want to talk about? The Texas Bar and Nightclub Alliance is suing the state of Texas. Don't care. Little Caesars fired those employees. That's good. Like, yeah, pretty easy. I got fired. No brainer. For much less. Why'd they let you go? Well, um, AG left, and the right. new Mahmood was the new boss. And under AG, I did everything. I made schedules. I filed insurance claims for Iqbal, who got hurt. Right. I I ran the tips. I did the computer stuff for AG. So when Mahmood came, yeah, when Mahmood came, he kind of didn't like that I was like king of the castle in a way. Like I did whatever right. I wanted. He also didn't like that I read while I worked. I was like, dude, but there's no customers here. And I already did everything I need to do. I organized the freezer. I wrapped the wings. What do you want? And um, basically, I had no problem talking back to him because I thought I was better than him. Right. So he was like, hey, you're, you're, you're out of here. Fair, I guess. Fair all around almost, yeah. <laughs> I was the opener, though, like from 10 to 5 every day. I did everything. It was just yeah. me and Oakman, and Oakman didn't do shit. Right. So, like... Tough episode for Oakman. Oakman. I always felt bad because I probably butchered his name, but he called me Yimich. So, it's like, fair, fair. Which is your, your Yiddish name. 
Yeah, image. Uh, all right, let's. Do we have the bet of the day soundbite? I've been riding high on the sunglasses, man. Um, and I also got yelled at by Jess for the sunglasses. She was, cause she has now caught in wind of my purchase of the week. And she's like, why don't you get stuff that like benefits our household? Um, so Did you tell and her that's, such, that's not fun. That's such June way of thinking. So that's <laughs> yeah. already out of my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> June pre hardcore. um, okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll go to Amazon. Um, I mean, I've got a bet, so I'll let you talk yourself through it, and maybe you can mute yourself or mute me or however it works on your end. Uh, Hotspur to win is a little less than even money, and they're playing Sheffield United, who's terrible. Um, and I split my two earlier bets this week, so just just Tottenham to get a dub. Yeah, we are both six and whatever now. It says I'm five and nine, and you're six and eight. How's that work? Perfect. Not true. I mean, if you, if the ones we split, you got both of them wrong. I believe you had gotten both of those wrong. I did. You disagreed on the one he got right, agreed on the one he got wrong. This is bullshit. Be better. You're one in three on Thursdays. Okay. Awful. So you got. Spurs versus Sheffield United. Last Always. time you bet on uh, Tottenham, you won it. So that's good. Dude, Sheffield United isn't that bad. They're one point worse than Tottenham. I hate them. They're bad. Why? I don't know, Jim. I don't really watch. <laughs> uh, I... It, it weirds me out that the Sheffield United uniforms aren't black. Why does that weird you out? It just, I don't know, it just seems like they should be black. Their logo's oh. red and black, and then I watched the game, and they didn't have black jerseys, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Right. I don't know what's going on there. Um, okay. Dude, Sheffield United does suck. See? The last time they won was March 7th. Is there a line? Is there anything to it? It's just a pick em? I mean, it's it's just I'm picking Tottenham to win. Minus 125. Okay. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I'm agreeing with you, man. We'll go into the 4th of July weekend on, you know, same page. Having fun. It does hurt me because there's no way I can catch up to you in the standings here. Right. By agreeing with you. So it's a little dumb move strategically. But I agree. Sheffield sucks. They wear the wrong color uniforms. I mean, it's just right. Any team that can't dress themselves probably isn't going to win. We good? I think so. I'm trying to buy something on Amazon. I just bought. I just bought a pair of push-up bars. <clears throat> what? 
pull-up bars um, like that you put on the door handle? No, the, the same words I said. I just bought a pair of push-up bars. Oh, I get it. I, you're not going to use those. No, but I'm going to bring them to the office, and so I can okay. help out the office that way. That's fun. Yeah. We'll put the oh, link dude, in there if, you, if we need it. If you Google push-up bars, it's a lot of guys that you're going to look like once you start using the push-up bars. Hey, spring training, man. No, summer camp. Summer camp. Well, I don't like that term, but. It's offensive, obviously. John Heyman Very inappropriate. He said, uh, this is John Heyman. I'm texting you about summer camp. Your video on the rendezvous looks perfect right now. You think if I unmute myself here? Let's try it. Mute right. the phone and unmute yourself here. For the last minute. Uh, can uh, you hear me through here? here? Yes. Zach, if I hang up the phone. Ooh. Hanging up, I hung up with Zach. Can you hear me? Yeah. You sound perfect. Someone like Luke yeah. or someone was definitely streaming something or something. Yeah. You want to redo the whole show? Need to give the O'Brien. Hey, everybody's fucking off the internet. I know, but what? It's like this one time. I don't care. Yeah. Well. <laughs> redo the whole thing. Now that I sound perfect. Oh, and then wait for someone to stream again. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Everyone, happy to be 4th of July. Happy 4th and 3rd. We're not doing anything in Toronto, right? And 3rd. And Man, you were talking baseball. And 5th. Okay. We have the outro music running. Nothing. See you guys. Thanks for... Uh, Staying with us through the perfectly produced episode. It's not on. It's not on production. It's on my internet. Bye.